Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your pilot, Daniel French. And it's time to catch up with Halsey Malliswell, the fifth level ranger. Willow Lagond, the fifth level monk. Brunner Stormshield, the fifth level paladin. And Egan, the fifth level bard. In that mysterious city that we know as Port Lock. Ready your spellbooks and buckle on your blades. Here we go. When we left off, you had just captured a uh, rodent-looking man, brought him back up through Willard's house, and jumped in the carriage with Gil, and you were on your way back to Schmidt Monster Hunters. With a monster. Maybe. I'm no monster! Oh, shoot, he's still awake. I'm just a man. I'm just a man that's like a rat. Punch him in the face. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... I mean, judge, but I punch him in the face. <laughs> a rat man seems pretty monstrous to me. Dirty rodents. Not saying non-humans aren't uh -huh. aren't monsters. So what do you feel about long finger people? Well, these are the long finger people. <laughs> sorry, I don't oh, see fingers. Sorry, sorry again. I never noticed how long your fingers were. That's how he yeah. plays his instrument so well. The glutar. Okay, it's the wee hours of the morning. Probably what we would call about 4.30 in the morning. And you guys are rolling up to the front door of Schmidt Monster Hunter. Gil's gonna drop you off there and go around back, take care of the horses, whatnot. All right, I walk broken sword in hand. Schmidt, I'm knocking. Schmidt! Don't we have the key? Oh, yeah, you guys can go in the front door. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay, I walk in. We live here, of course we have. Oh, yeah, where's the, uh, what's the bell? What's the, what is the rules with the bell? It's like. The first Bring one it. is like, he will come in time. Second one, he'll come a little quicker. Third one, you better have a reason to call him. Oh, okay, great. I bring it three times. Oh my god. Ballsy. Alright, you guys are all hanging out there in the... I'm I'm carrying the, the dude. Yes, okay, so he's over your shoulder. If I remember right, he's tied up, bound. He hasn't really even been trying to free himself. I mean, there's no point. There's four of us and one of him. Yeah, we kind of killed like five of his friends. So I think he knows that's a bad idea to try to run away. And after a couple moments, Melendor is coming down the stairs. Melendor! I need you to fix my sword. Oh my god! I broke oh it. God. It's very important. Uh, yes, this is your prosthetic hand that's a sword? Yeah. You remember, right? Gil built those and he fixes those? <laughs> I just usually leave them on the table and they come back. Put it on the table, Gil will take care of it. <laughs> All right, great. Okay, cool. Be beside that, we got uh, a friend and I point oh, to Bruno's shoulder. Oh, right. Yeah, that too. And I point to Bruno's shoulder. What have we here? I put him down in front of him. Beware, his face is only a mother we would love. It's a rat man. Yep. We devised the same, yeah. Should we kill him? Nope. What? Why would kill him? Literally mining under the laughing tree. Also, they don't seem to like you. A lot. Like, yeah. they hate you. Yeah. You do something to rat people? Melendor gets down on one knee and pushes this rat guy's eye open with his thumb. Looks under his eyelid a little bit. And looks into his ear and then picks up his lip and looks at his teeth. He goes, yeah. A very interesting find, you guys. A very interesting find indeed. I'm going to need to keep this gentleman for a while. So, we've run into two of the things in the book that I showed you before. We find out this thing about Rug Sasha and come to find that he has the circlet of the fungi. And it's attached itself to his skull. And not only now is he controlling fungi, but he can turn into a fungi... The next thing I was worried about is, can he turn other people into fungi? Or can he turn fungi into fungi people? Well, 
I think what we've encountered here is the circlet of the vermin, the circlet of the rodent, and whoever's got it, this gentleman in front of us right now either used to be a person or used to be a giant rat, and now it's a rat person. Oh, he knows common pretty well, so... Again, what was the name of your friend who ran the... You mean Willie? Willard? Well, I don't think he would do that. I've known him since we were young, so I believe... I mean, he hates rats. People... <laughs> Excuse me, sir, rat. Were you a person or a rat rat? <coughs> so you were a rat? <coughs> I think he was just a rat. All right, I know when I'll get him to talk. It makes I, uh, sense if we would... Go to the kitchen. It. I go get some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I come back. This was one of the guys that couldn't speak. Right. right. Yeah, there was yeah. only one person. Oh. Wait. I have... You can talk to animals. I have speak with animals. <laughs> can I use that on him? Give it a shot. All right. I cast my spell. I do it ritually so I don't waste my last spell slot. So that takes, takes about 10, 10 minutes. minutes. I go... Hey, buddy. What's up? Waiting for you to let me go. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. So <laughs> tell me about your boss. The guy with the... I'm guessing he looks... Squeak. He's in charge of everything. He's probably got a, like a... You mean not the guy that talked to you that was in charge of my patrol? Yeah, that guy. Well, the guy that was in charge of my patrol, is his name is Roquefort. 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 So... But that was my sergeant, immediate commander. What can you tell me about this Roquefort fellow? Well, he was making sure that we were going about our mining business. Right, right. And what do you do with these minerals that oh, you mine? By the way, uh, man, don't, I give him the bag of minerals. They were mining this. Ah, this is that black horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Melanor goes, oh my, I didn't know we had that around here. What is it? A mineral that when treated properly in the right casing and then having, say, a flame applied to it will explode. I had this in my bag. <laughs> I mean better you than anyone else. So rats, guy. Do you have a name rat guy? My name is Trey. Tree? Trey. Trey. You see this cheese I got? Great cheese. That's good. High class cheese. Good cheese. Your cheese. If you tell me what your boss is planning to do with all this explosive material. I don't know. Mm. Where do you guys go after a day's work? Take it down to the end of the mines and it goes into crates. Crates? Is there like somewhere where you guys like meet up, knock? Well, we have various places we go that go under Portlock and we'll come up at night and get old food for us to eat and go back down. And then we mine the next day. And sometimes we come out in the forest on the other side mm. of town and we go and forage. And okay. Where does your boss live? Oh, my commander? He lives with us in the mine. Mm. Okay, here's your cheese. I just got to hold it. You mean Roquefort, my sergeant. Roquefort? Yeah. Yeah, we're a platoon. We stay together. Right, in the mine. Not anymore. Usually. Okay, I'm going to give you your cheese now. Uh, I just okay. hold it towards his mouth. All right. So did you ask him who the sergeant was working for? Uh, who is your sergeant <laughs> working for? No, his name is Ben. The boss of your boss is named Ben. The leader. Do you know where your leader you the maker. is? The maker. The maker. Oh. Ah. Ah. Now we're getting some. Ah, yes. Ben, this is who I want to talk to. Where is Ben usually? When I see him, he's in the mine. Right. Okay. So we have to go back to the mines. Hopefully they have a boat there. Is there another way into the mines besides, you know, the way we went into, which is through the treehouse? Of course there is. We didn't expect to see anybody coming in that way. Well, what's the other way? Well, goes down to the port. Down to the port. Goes to lots of places in town, really. Right. I relay this information back to my compatriots. I think we should try out the port as opposed to going through the treehouse. 
We also said there was an, there was an exit through the forest, right? That when they go there to forage for food. Yeah, that's true. He did say that. The ram. The ram saw something. Didn't he say they went to the forest? No, he said they went to the tree. Maybe that's the exit he's talking about that goes to the forest. The ram said that they went into the forest, then they came back and went into Willard's house. I'm assuming Willard's house is the exit to the forest for them to go scavenge for food. Willard's got to be a part of this. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think Willard would try to mine something like this. He has a fine establishment. People who trust him. There's a literal door to a mining cavern in his house. Uh, he has to know something. He can't just live in ignorance like that. No, I know. It's just, it's not easy for me to just say someone I know for years. It's sleeping with that. It's a figure. It's a figure speech. Maybe you can talk to him. Yeah, maybe you could talk to him. Maybe some of us could go check the port or this entrance. Could you ask him, has he seen someone who matches Shoshana's description in the mine? Is these people are working together? All right. How would you describe Shoshana? Very pompous. Pompous. Black hair. Black haired life build. Very annoying. Smells like fungus. Interesting accent. I don't know where the place it was. Makes horrible rugs. So, rat man. Right. Pray. Have you ever seen a man by the name of Shoshana? Got dark hair. He's kind of pompous. And you have like a goatee also. Goatee. Medium build. Medium build. The mushroom man. The mushroom man. <laughs> yes. Yes. The mushroom man. Do you know the mushroom so, man? Sorry, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does know <laughs> the mushroom man. Is there something else you want me to ask him? Mm. Uh, where he is he? He helped light the Karens. Ah, the mushrooms you guys put on your faces. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, Bruna. I didn't mean this. Terrible. Bruna, I suggest you go wash that off immediately. I go wash it off immediately. <laughs> Wait, I have a bag of these things now. So he helped... Yeah, I'll put a mushroom on your face. Shoshana <laughs> helps Ben. I've seen him there. Have you seen Ben and Shoshama talk? Who's Shoshama? Oh, Mushroom Man. Mushroom Man, sorry. No, I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. So you haven't seen him and Ben talk? No. No. Then why would he put the mushrooms if he's not friends with them? They're definitely working with you. Yeah. Also, does he know the snake man? Kondo? Do you know a big, a, like he's really big, he's got snake tattoos. Snake man, maybe you call him. I've seen a snake man before. God, this guy's seen everyone. He wasn't big. I've seen a snake man. You've seen a smaller snake man? Mm-hmm. Was it an actual snake-looking person? They look like a snake. A lot of his head. His head was a snake. Yeah. Got it. Snake. This man. guy's crazy. All right. <laughs> he said he saw a snake man with a snake head. Not Kondo. He said it was small. But you know, smaller. Underground, there's weird stuff down there. Like rat people? And maybe snake people. Uh, Melinda, do you know if any of those? Crowns or whatever spells in that book turn people into snake people? I only have theories at this point. But uh, yeah, I, I would imagine that if you had the circlet of the serpent, you could create a race of snake people. So theoretically, in this town of Portlock, there is a man who controls mushrooms, a man who controls rats, and a man who controls snakes. And more, supposedly. Oh, Good that time. sucks. Good time. And also... And they have boom powder. Yes. yes. Never controlling the rats. And, and, and are they working together? Well, Most likely. Most likely. So. Yes. Ratman so. Trey says he's seen all of them down in the mine. So we can assume they're all working together and that there's more of them. They haven't... All the circles haven't been found yet. Maybe there's still more underneath because that's where Shoshana said he found the fungi. I think we need to have a word with your friend. 
No way all these people are coming in and out of his house without him knowing. But I can go try to speak with him tomorrow? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, tomorrow. it's like four in the morning. Yeah. We should take a rest. Yeah. yeah. We should take a rest and then uh, maybe after a six or eight hour rest this evening, mm-hmm. it's food. Maybe we'll catch Kondo. And I'm grubbing it. And I'm grubbing it. All right, perfect. I'm going to go to bed, guys. Yeah. Good night. Same here. Good night. I'm going to deal with this guy. Do you want it to keep oh, him yeah. Uh, should I kill him? Uh, not, I believe he has... No, no, no leave him to me. Leave him to me, please. All right. Ray looks like a valuable member of this uh, investigation. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure I got all the information we needed out of him. Seems kind of like a patsy, not really. You know sidekicks? We could use them. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Very well, you guys, you have your rooms are off to... Uh, when you enter Melendor's place through the big red door and in that entrance area, you would go to the right and there's a hallway where your quarters are. I go to my room and I open the door. Egan's room has all kinds of silky, flashy draperies <laughs> yes. hanging all over the place Very and peacock feathers. And I go to my room and it's just a bunch of trinkets that I find in the forest. It's just spare hands. And they have yeah. like different days on them. It's like Wednesday hand, Friday hand. <laughs> a formal hand. Also a pet lizard. You have a pet lizard? I didn't know that. I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Where did I need to meet my master? First Willow goes into her room with a bunch of chairs. No, I'm not going to my room. It's only one chair. It's a fancy chair. It's a fancy stone. You would normally, when he's here in town, he hangs out at a place that's down by the docks Mm -hmm. called the Big Fat Knucklehead. I would like to go to the Big Knucklehead and try to find him. Moving on with no sleep. Yep. My room is very Spartan. No, nothing other than table, a bed, practically nothing on the walls. Bare necessities. That's how he rolls. It's the bare necessities. Maybe a symbol of uh, erroneous. Okay, to go to the big fat knucklehead, Willow, about a 20-minute walk for you. Mm -hmm. So when you get there, it's just past five in the morning. You know where his room is at the Fat Knucklehead, which it's an inn that's right there on the docks. A lot of sailors stay there. I'll go in. Place looks as it always does. A little quiet at five in the morning. Makes sense. There's this uh, dude laying on the bar at the moment. You've seen him when you've been here before. He's about 6'3", wears big, puffy animal hide boots, got a huge beer gut, giant handlebar mustache that's thicker than three of your fingers put together, and he turns his head sideways. He says, Oh, last I seen you. He's up there. Okay. I just walk up. Go upstairs to Mordecai's room. Rap on the door. And you hear some rustling around in there for a second, and the door opens. Oh, Willow. Got your message. Oh, where have you been? What have you been up to? I'm doing work for Melendor. Kind of work. Looking around, figuring stuff out. That's all you're going to tell me? Fine, sit down. Going to sit down. I'm going to need you to visit Goodmead, near the Redwaters. In between Goodmead and Dugan's Hole, there's been reports of a creature you've encountered before. You met some cultist once doing laundry, and this plant thing came out of the water? That is correct. We want you along for expertise, knowing what these things may kind of look like and sound like since they're so good at camouflage. Maybe get your friends, bring them with you. There's been more sightings of them, and they're kidnapping children. I'll just throw in the dramatic, okay, I will let my friends know about this, and I'll try to get them to do that, since that sounds pretty pressing. I'm leaving back down there this morning, so I know you have other pressing matters if you're with Melendor. I've already visited Melendor, and he, he has theories about this. I'm surprised he hasn't said anything to you yet. Very well. 
Not that we don't have it handled, but the yellow flags are out and about and they're smuggling. You may have seen them around. They wear yellow bandanas I have seen all the time. Yeah, I've seen them. They're smuggling some new kind of drug into the villages surrounding Portlock. I don't know if they've been infiltrating Portlock with it or not. And so that's something I'm after to stop as well. Whenever I find myself on the trail of these people, the trail goes dry. I may or not have pissed them off slightly, so they might be looking for me, so that's... That's a good thing. It's a good thing, yes. We can use All right, well, off with you then. Okay. Go get some rest. Yes, I'm very <laughs> tired. I will go back to my quarters and sleep. Willow comes in and goes to her room. There's freaking spiders crawling around all over the place. <laughs> There's nothing in there. There's not even a freaking bed. No. There's some old sandwich in the corner. <laughs> there is a chair. There's a singular, very nice chair that I ignore completely. Flat room with all the chairs. How long do y'all sleep for? Now, Willow gets back about an hour after you guys went to your rooms. I think a long rest is in order. So we can be refreshed. So no, you're gonna wake up at like one in the afternoon. Yeah. You wake up to a quaint whistling, a happy little tune that's coming from the, the entrance hall. Yeah, where everybody goes when they first come in. Uh, you get up, Egon oh, gets up. I wake up and my lizard's on my face. I slap it off. Whoa, <laughs> pretty big lizard. Oh, you meant like the actual animal. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about my lizard. I head towards the place where the whistling's coming from, I guess. Same with me. You guys come out of your rooms at about the same time and see each other with your sleepy eyes. Well, only a stump. Have any prosthetics on? Go over straight to the bar, <laughs> pour myself a shot of whiskey, and I drink it. Again, it gets up, his hair is all disheveled, and he's... As you're coming out, you smell some delicious food. Bacon and potato soup and fried eggs. The whistling that you heard is Linnet, and she's setting up this great little buffet for you all. I take my time because I show up prim and proper. Egan's just like, oh, this looks beautiful, thank you. My hair's just in my face, just like... You better thank me! Taking time for my studies to feed you? Well, it looks <laughs> like it's well-made, so thank you. Ten wow. times better than that greasy stuff at me. Grubbing, grubbing it. Are there grubbing any hash browns? It. She pulls out a to-go bag from I'm grubbing. Oh, thank you so much. I picked those up this morning. Until I'm grabbing so it. Well. Gil comes down the stairs. Morning, Bruno, you're, have you come in? I've come in. I fill my plate and I thank Lilith for such a wonderful meal. You're welcome, Bruno. Gil comes down the stairs and... Morning, Gil. Good morning. And he's got something tucked under his elbow and his arm's sticking out. Did you fix my sword? He says, no, I haven't fixed it yet, but I knew you'd mess it up. And he pulls out from under his arm another one and tosses oh, it yeah. to you. I made that one a couple weeks ago. I strap it on and start <laughs> around. Oh, Jesus. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. This is good. This is good. This will work. I am five shots in. The stairs, that part of the stairs that opens and goes from going upstairs to a staircase that goes downstairs, does that right now while you guys are eating. And up the stairs comes Melindor, and there's another guy with him. And this guy is blonde hair. He's about five foot seven, pretty average build. Looks like he's in pretty good shape. You do notice that the gentleman with Melindor is wearing some of Melindor's clothes. It's one of Melindor's suits that you've seen him wear before. It's very big on him. The waist, though, is almost too small. Melindor is a seven foot tall, super skinny dude. The sleeves are too long. He's got them rolled up. Melindor, see you all. Egan? Alice? Morning. Bruner? One night stand. Willow? Linnet? I'd like you to meet Trey. 
<laughs> Why is he a person? I thought he was a rat. So did I. Oh. I was able to uh, dispel him. And there you go. Why didn't you just speak common to us then? Why'd you speak rat? Tell him, Trey. Tell him what you told me. Well, I'm a farmer. I work on my father's farm. I have all my life. And I remember being mugged, bushwhacked by some yellow bandana guys. And until I woke up in your basement, that's the last thing I remember. Wow, what a story. I told you, Bruner, we shouldn't have killed him. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Is that farm next to the treehouse, your farm? Next to, oh, you mean next to the Talking Tree Tavern? Yeah, that one. That's Willard's place. That farm too is? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're a little bit southeast of that one. How long have you been a... We grow grapes. Do you know how long you've been a rat or do you have no memory of anything? I just told you that was the last thing I remember. Right. As far as I know, that was 20 minutes ago. That's crazy. So what day was it when you, what was the last day you remember it? Let's see. Well, we had a harvest dance. We tend to get three good harvests at our farm a year. When was the last good yeah. harvest? So you guys talk about certain events and whatnot that have happened over the last couple of months or so. And by the time he's figured it out and everybody's put dates together and everything, he was hit over the head at least four months ago. Mm. Oh, okay. Wow, you've been a rat man for four months. I really hope those other ones we killed weren't just innocent farmers and stuff. They probably were. Probably. Hopefully some of them were just rats. Just don't think about it. I guess since you don't really remember anything, you should turn back to your farm. That's what I was thinking. That would be awesome. Hopefully, you know, it hasn't been looted or anything. It's been a while since you've been there. You have family. There's family there. I hope. Oh, great. They probably think you're dead, so you should hurry back. <laughs> <laughs> Melanor says Trey was kind enough to trade me clothes because you never know what we could find getting essences and things off of his uniform. Sure. I mean, he did say that he did see the fungus man, so hopefully we can get some fungus or something off of his clothes. Trey points to the table and says, do you mind? And Melanor says, oh, no, help yourself. And he grabs a few things and throws them in a napkin and heads out. Thank you. I'll be back. I, I'm eternally grateful. No problem. Get home safe. Oh, we did save him. <laughs> we don't really need him anymore. He's a nice guy. I guess. We should visit him after this whole thing. We should. We should maybe help his farm. I wonder if we turn him back into a rat, he will remember all the rat <laughs> Why do you take rats so much? No, no. I was wondering if he will remember all the rat stuff if we turn him back into a rat. Pretty sure we got most of the information we need. I know. It's just curiosity. So those yellow bandana guys you followed the other night, mm -hmm. they're definitely involved involved some way so did you figure something out about them hopefully you didn't just like knock them out first time you saw one so you probably got some information right no i just knocked them out yeah. but i did go see my master wait was it that man that you threw down the stairs maybe uh Kama. i did i did go see my master and apparently they've been <laughs> smuggling a drug a new type of drug into different smaller towns but we don't know if they're smuggling into Oatlock yet probably gonna try a new drug? Yes. Hey, Melinda, do you know any new drugs? I haven't heard of any. Mm. Lots of opium in town. You sound way too excited about it. New drugs? <laughs> do you want to toss something again? Uh, this bacon is delicious. Again, <laughs> seems yeah. way... I'm going to keep a close eye on it. He also told me that there is some sort of plant monster kidnapping children and good meat. Oh, dear. Mm. Well, I guess we should check that out, too. Yeah, because it's probably something to do with fungus person, Shashama. We should really do the plant one first because... It's got children. Like, drugs will always be there, guys, but children right. no. yeah, take that's, a while That's to a make. priority. That's true. Yeah, where do we need to go to stop this children kidnapping? Good Mead. Well, Good Mead is the first village due south of Port Locke. 
Gil, ready the wagon. Very right, well, I'll get the wagons ready. But eat. Eat first. Indeed. Very good. Did I make a constitution saving throw? I've She's, had 10. Oh, ten. 10 shots. Yeah, 10 shots. At the <laughs> yes, you should. They may be carrying you to the wagon. 17. You're holding well. How do you hold your liquor? So practice. We need to go save the children. All right, I'm back from feeding my lizard. Did I miss anything? Gil comes to the door, opens it, and I'm ready. Go. Yeah. Mouth of bacon. <laughs> and then go. Hit go us. to the cart. I ride shotgun with Gil. You hold it up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going through the forest? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know we're, these we're, we're not going to the ocean side part of Goodmead. We're going over by the Redwaters River. Right, yeah. A little oh, bit deep in. Some of them big trees over there, too. And off you go riding and riding and riding and riding. And you're about an hour into your ride. You haven't turned in towards the forest so much yet. You're still seeing the coast. And you see uh, four guys with the yellow bandanas on their arms. Oh, boy. Carrying a canoe, walking. Are those the ones that will? Oh, I'm just like sinking into the bottom of the canoe. <laughs> the same people that I do I recognize them as the same. You're people. not close enough yet. And Gil just leans over to Hal and says, "Keep going. Stop and talk." Yeah, we should stop and talk. Definitely. You're the boss. As Gil approaches the. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, friends. Going canoeing? Just did. Just did. Wow. Sounds like fun. On our way to camp. Yeah. So, uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> One of them holds up a line. Caught some trout! Got some trout? You know, me and my friends, we love trout. We got some food of our own in here if you guys want to hang. Nope, things to do today. Like eat trout. Getting this boat back, cleaning up to do, back to work. Well, I mean, we could help you carrying the boat. Just put it on top and we can just give you a ride. You're going the opposite way, you guys are. Yeah, yeah, we would just make a U-turn. We will do that all day. It's already like 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, my God. They look at each other. Oh, I would take a ride. All right, yeah, head in the back with the guys. <laughs> put the canoe on top. Gil helps them put the canoe on top, ties it down. They go inside the back. There's a head. knock on the door of the I have carriage. excess stuff around my neck, and I pull <laughs> it up, like, here. <laughs> I put on a hat. Wait, wait, are they in the back? They're getting in right now. The door opens. And they're getting into the carriage. So how many are in here? Four. It's really cramped now. This carriage is for four people to sit back there. So so you guys are all shoving buns for them and stuff. Willow, you get a good look at a couple of them right away. It's not the same guys you saw at the talking tree. I, I lean towards Gil and say, just keep going the same way. Don't make a Yui. Just keep going the same way. We want to go as far away from their camp as possible. All right. We got it. How's your morning going besides the trout? Pretty good trout, by the way. Oh, good. We're having a nice week off. Indeed. What? So you guys are just fishermen? No, we're fishermen when we have a week off. Oh. <laughs> so what? We're strong arms. Strong arms? Yeah, they tell us to beat people up and we beat them up. So you got hired to beat up some people lately? No. No? Wow. No, just a lot of guarding and eyeball watching and sometimes moving boxes, loading them onto boats. Boxes, you say? That's a pretty new way of guarding things. Uh, you ever been to the docks in Porlock? Yeah, but I've never seen... People loading ships all day, every day. But usually We it's, get paid uh, to do that, too. Yeah, but mm -hmm. usually it's uh, the people who live here kind of thing. I've never really heard of. Outsource. We live here. I grew up in Porlock. Ah, really? I lived down in Dugan's Hold. Went to the college there. That's a bit down the road, eh? Yeah. How about you? Where did you live? Terrence Crossing. Wow, that's very interesting. 
my friend over there, he he lives at the the monastery up there. Yeah. Enjoy. How about uh, underneath the city? Do you ever uh, do stuff underneath the city? No, I've never been asked to go down there, and I don't know if I would if I was asked. Uh, insight. Alice check. in the front. He's like, this is such a great plan. There? Do your insight checks. Uh, I got fourteen. Three. I got fourteen. Okay. Well, no, he's not lying. He's not lying. Okay. Well, Willow can't tell. Yeah, that she's this, still worried that they're gonna recognize her, and one of them might be one of the guys from the other night. Yeah, I agree with you. Down there, they have some nasty things. I've heard horrible stories, weird, gooey things coming alive. Uh, no way! Yeah, have you not heard of the weird things I've been eating the animals down there? No. Yeah, these things are just they I grab just them and go then, down there because it's stinky and dirty and dark. Yeah, but now there's things that will eat you alive and cook you from the inside out. I don't believe you. Oh, trust me, it's, it's true. You're talking monsters? Yeah. Creatures and shit under Pollock. Indeed, it's really odd. That's very interesting. I mean, it's going around town, especially Sounds where like I'm from. tales of the night shivers for kids, if you ask me. Well, tales or not, it's been getting really sketchy out there. People have gone missing. In Pollock? Well, that's nothing new. People go missing in Pollock all the time. But more different. Instead of taking their materials or anything like that, it's just the person going. They don't go into their houses and take their things. They don't go do anything like that. They just go and take the person. And I suppose you four are out here to fix that? Well, we're just trying to be good citizens and keep an eye out, just in case. I mean, what if you went missing? Good luck to you. Hey, Marty. What? We're not going towards the camp. Look out in there. Hey, what the hell? Drive up. Pull over. You're going the wrong way. What's yeah, the plan, pull, pull boss? Over. Pull over. <laughs> I tap the door with my sword. Uh, why don't you guys come out? We need to give us directions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the carriage pulls over, and the four of them stand up. Uh, one quick question. As much as they can in the carriage. Yeah. As soon as they're like trying to step up and go outside, like, I'm, I'm in the market for something, and I was told that you guys might be able to help me. What do you want? Well, I heard there's this new uh, material, this new item on this market, and I was hoping to maybe... I ain't no salesman! But you might know anybody who would. I heard some people with a certain colored bandana. Start at the opium dens in Port Lock and go from there! Here's the thing, I tried, but they said that uh, you lot were the only distributor. Rowdy! Gillis! Take the lot! Uh, and they uh, all start uh, throwing! Uh, attack, attack, attack! <laughs> Roll initiative! Uh, so it's, it's just me? Bruno. Oh, that's 20. 23. That's 20! <laughs> oh, my God. No way! I guess we're... You're wasting those on initiative? Yes. Ah. Yes, they are. Before the initiative roll, the guy that said, Hey, Marty! He does get in a punch. Okay. On, on me or who? On you. Oh, great. It was a surprise. Wow. It's just a punch to the jaw. He doesn't have a weapon in hand at the moment. And... It hits me or...? He rolled a big 14. Misses okay. by one. You want to set him up? You're in a little box. I put my hand out. And put it on someone's chest, and I say, "You better cover your ears." And I cast shatter on one of them. What does that do? For ten foot radius, a spear centered on that point must make a Constitution saving throw or get three d six thunder. That's damage. everybody in this That's entire. Everybody in the carriage. <laughs> the entire carriage. <laughs> ten foot radius. It's you and Gil too. Uh, yeah. What's your spell save DC? Fifteen. I failed. <laughs> You do more damage than anyone else in this entire campaign has done to me. I failed too. <laughs> Egan kills the entire party. Roll your damage, Egan! 3d8 thunder damage. 14 points of damage to everybody. <laughs> 14 points of damage to everybody who didn't make their save. Yeah. yeah, and then half- All four of the yellow bandana guys fall to the ground limp. 
That was fun. Chad, why? I was scared. I was at a small place. Oh, I hurt. It's still ringing. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna punch you again. No. <laughs> the wagon creaks a little bit. Well, the wagon's still good. And okay. then Gil sticks his head in. All right, I clean up this mess. <laughs> Wait, are they dead? Look what you done now. Are they dead or just unconscious? Gil puts his hand on the guy closest to him on his throat. This one's dead. Oh, I was not the one who wanted this, okay? I wanted you guys to get some information. You take nine points of damage. Okay. At least one of them didn't get away, so you haven't made a whole army of enemies yet. So what'd you guys figure out? Wait, don't look at me. Blame Halsey. If it wasn't for him, Blame we wouldn't me. be in this I situation. I guys the perfect situation to figure out information. You invited enemies into our cart. Exactly. <laughs> so punch him, not Under me. the guise of friendship. So they trusted you. What did you guys figure the out? Bodies. Oh yeah, let's survive let's, with it. Let's see if they have anything of information. Yeah, That's we nice. check the bodies, see if they have notes, see if they have any instructions, see if they have any... In coins, adding up silver, copper, and gold, you gather up 44 gold pieces. Yeah, you guys so are gonna chip in for me. I just took damage. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Joe looks pretty freaking weak. I'll give him my share. I cure wounds, Gil. Well, you two fight over it. Who's gonna heal Gil first? Can't we both? Yeah, you both can. Wonder twin powers. <laughs> I genuinely got scared. I was like, I don't know what to do. I have nothing else to hurt them with except shit. Well, I had fireball. Fireball. How come I'm the one who ends up feeling better? How much you do there, Bruner? He gets seven. How does he look now? He still looks pretty bad. Huh? Like he got about half of what happened to him healed. Got seven back. Perfect. All of a sudden, he looks great. Also, good. Like, woo! Cure wounds myself. Man, that's a trip. Sorry, you should This spell stuff, man. I mean, I've seen Melendor do some trippy shit too, but I've never been hey, I get five before. Back. <laughs> Gil starts pulling bodies out of the wagon. I help him. Out of the carriage. I help him. I like roll to see if they have any paperwork on them. You don't have to roll. I'm, I already know if they have paperwork uh, okay. on them. They have various fishing supplies. They had the coinage I told you about. Each one of them has a roll with food in it. Fruit. Bread, junk like that. One of them has a little tin jar, a little tin case. Pick up the tin jar. Start scaling the fish. <laughs> uh, free dinner. And I open the jar slowly. Okay, it's it's a little twisty. Yeah. So you take off the lid, and there is a white powder. You gotta think I'll hold on to that for you. I'll well, powder sure. in there. I, I think I must take responsibility Egan, for this. Hey, what is that? Wow, I got the fish. I think I should take responsibility and give this to Melendor personally. So we Do I believe he's going to give it to Melendor? I swear I am. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. It's Egan. <laughs> yeah, right. Bruner says, really, I should hold on to that. Gil said the mouth of wisdom over here. Yeah, if I'm going to trust anyone. Yeah. Gil says, give it to Bruner. I, I should hold on. Yeah, I concur. Fine. Bruner takes it. That away somewhere safe, Bruner. Yeah, this fish should be done in about like an hour or so. You're already cooking it? I'm cooking it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're making a fire. Yeah, I mean. All right. We also have a canoe now. Oh, yeah. And we got a canoe. The yellow band on their arm. Arms. At the end of each bandana or scarf, whatever you want to call it, is a circle with an owl's face in the middle. Yeah, I'll grab those. And yeah, there is those. also on the canoe about a seven inch circle with an owl's face in the middle on each side of the canoe. We should get rid of the canoe. Maybe we just cover the circle and we can use this. They're going to be looking for this canoe. But we should not, get rid of Not it. every canoe will have a sword. Why do you guys want a canoe so bad? Because <laughs> almost everything. I just said we have one now. <laughs> everything that might be involved is near an ocean, 
and the rivers. He says, well, you know, that's a risk, but oh, we all headed to a river. Yeah. And we might need a canoe. canoe. Besides that, we shouldn't worry about what these yellow bands might or may not do. We're going to pretty much have to deal with them because they are obviously a major problem around here. And I, for one, don't mind showing off that, yeah, you encounter us, you're probably not going to make I'm eating the fish that's on a stick right now. <laughs> now, my idea right now. It's an issue there, Bruno. Mm. Now, I've seen them around. You've seen them around. We've heard rumors. Anybody ever see these guys actually do something wrong to somebody? The farmer said they beat him up. Ah, good point. Yeah. yeah. Farmer was mugged by them guys. All right. Yeah. They're bad guys. Very good. Did I see where Bruno put that? Powder. It's in his cod piece. <laughs> Safest place on the earth. You want to snort a line, Willow? Come here. So I have an idea, guys. The we don't want the, the rest of their camp to be suspicious just in case they find the bodies. So what we should do is put... No, no. We should put the bodies on the side of the road and make it look like an animal attack. These are woods. They're dangerous. There's wolves. That was my next question. I mean, we're, you're not, we're not going to bury them. Or we're just going to make it look like... Going to make it look like they got fisted. Huh? Yeah. Are you going to make wolf markers? Yeah. Well, you're the ranger. You know how to do that. Yeah, we got blades and stuff. I mean, we're going to have to make them look kind of jagged, so it might take a little precision, but I a think... A lot of pin. I think we can do it. Or uh, we just bury them. Yeah, we can just bury them. I don't know. I feel like my idea is... Great idea, but it takes forever, but, and somebody can come along while we're doing that. Indeed. And, Whereas taking them way in there and burying them, that's just done with it. The thing is, if we take them way in there and bury them... About the them, same amount of time either way, I would guess. If we take them way in there and bury them, then I'd rather not the camp is just going to be like, what happened to these guys? And they're going to be on edge. If wolves attack them, they're going to be like, oh, can these guys were idiots. They got attacked by wolves. Can you guys. summon a wolf? Can I summon a wolf? How do I summon a wolf? I guess I could try to howl <laughs> <laughs> to a wolf call, but then, then what? We have a wolf here. Yeah. We got four bodies, I guess? We can make wolf. We have swords and stuff, guys. We can make it look like a wolf attack. We tried. Huh. I've seen wolf attacks before. I know what why they do, look why like. Why do I feel like this situation has happened? To I've got before. wolf scars <laughs> on my face right now. I trust Halsey's experience to make it look like a wolf attack, but I, I don't think the rest of us would be much of a help yeah. in yeah. doing it. it be We'd all be sitting you. around watching you do it. Well, yeah. I mean, like, just sitting around and watch me. Let's all circle around him. Maybe we'll give him energy and inspire. Inspire. Yeah. I'm not going to give him inspiration for this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be nature. This will definitely be a nature check. And now I may be a ranger, but I have minus one to nature. So Why do you have minus so one to nature? I am stupid. <laughs> I am stupid. And this is the person whose plan we're following. Help would be appreciated. All right. Fine, I'll help you. I'll help. Thank you. Help action. Help uh, action. So that gives, gives me you advantage. advantage. I'll watch. 14. This. You know, he does a pretty darn good job. Yeah. That's good. It ends up taking almost an hour to do it. Ends up taking almost an hour to do it. But you guys look at it when he's done and damn, Halsey. Looks like a bunch of wolves chewed these dudes up. I think we're good. Don't you All think right. they'd wonder where the canoe went? Yeah. That's, that's why I'm saying about. leave the canoe. Yeah. All right. We'll leave the canoe. We leave the canoe about... 15 feet from where all the bodies are. Yeah. All right. And we put the bodies a little deeper in the forest. So it looks like they actually got dragged into the forest. Ah, smart. You hear... These birds are weird. <laughs> you hear something like a hawk. It's above your head. Yeah, and you look up or not. Yeah. yeah and up. bird poo in your eye. No. <laughs> look up. <laughs> Halsey would recognize it most of all. It's a peregrine falcon. Oh. It's pretty high up there. As far as peregrine falcons goes, it's a pretty big one. 
What's the range on Speak with Animal? You can tell already, even using one of your spell slots, this thing's gone before you even draw your gun. It was just whipping by you guys at the moment. Oh, okay. Well, there goes the That's a falcon. Would I know if they're native to these parts? Good point. Hawks, gray falcons, this falcon. Not only that's a peregrine falcon, but its size. I would say you would think that's unusual. That's a little fancy. It must be a domesticated hawk. Or a messenger bird of some kind. Maybe. Perhaps a wizard. Those falcons are many of those. the fastest of all falcons. So if someone wanted to get a message to someone else. That'd be a way to go. Exactly. So do you think other people know how to talk to birds like you? Maybe. So do you think that bird is going to relay information about this whole situation? I mean, I would have count on it. I've never I'm seen someone else. around to see if I can see. You don't see anybody. And you guys have been here for an hour, too. Yeah. And you've had an hour of looking around. Yeah. Okay. Maybe even walking around and looking a little bit farther. Let's get back on the yeah, road. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody else. Yeah, let's just get out of here. Let's, I'm get, sure it's let's fine. get back on the road and it's get... It's fine. I'm the only one I've ever met who can speak to animals, so we're fine. I feel like if someone else could, the animals would tell me about it. Gil says, it's an act. Full of shit. He's never actually talked to an animal. He's yanking your chains. <laughs> hey, I told you guys what the rat man's name was. And then that turned out to be his name, so... It could be a lucky guess. Yeah, you read his belt buckle. <laughs> it said it on his belt buckle. It's on his underwear. How'd he get on his underwear? All right, kid. I was scared. I'll pay you back with a chair or something, I swear. Yeah, right, she talk guys. about the chairs. Okay, we start heading to... Something neat. Are we going? Are you, you ladies gonna chit chat all day? Let's are, go. Are we going inside? Go. I'm in. You back up top, Hal? Yeah. Off we go down the road, a little bit farther down. Instead of sticking to the coast, Gil takes a fork off to the right. And within about another 20 minutes, you see. Wait, hold up. I tried to take the. the Cylinder thing that he took I knew it from. I knew it from. Bruno. You guys are worried about the bard, but not his, go- his codpiece. You were trying to take it from his codpiece. Yeah. You guys are bumping well, around in the carriage. Well, where did you? And Bruno looks down. And <laughs> Will's got her hand down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you put her? Yeah, it's somewhere right. else. No, it's in my bag. I'm gonna my try to pick a pocket that. I mean, your guys are kind of like in a confined space. Exactly. This is the d- best time to do it. Yeah, they're sitting next to each other, bumping into each other and stuff. All right. So slide of hands. Roll it. Natural 20. Oh! <laughs> well, I think that's going to be a success. I was going to give Brunar to make some rolls, but with that natural 20, uh, I think I'm going to say you have succeeded in nabbing the powder as he's doing that, and you're rolling along to the right and left of the wagon. You still see the average forest of trees more in the distance to either side, but uh, to the immediately right and left of the road at the moment is an orchard. It almost looks like a grape orchard, like the trees are in these little rows and they have little crisscrosses holding them up. The trees are tied to these little wooden crisscrosses. Hmm. And there's some kind of really shiny red berry looking things. That I would say it looks like a, like a really big cherry growing on each. And some of them are darker and some of them are yellow. And then as you pass by this orchard, it's not huge. I would say on either side of the road, you'll see about 40 rows of trees that go about 12 trees deep on either side. And as you're passing that and going, oh, what a cute little orchard. One day he's growing it. There is a shed on the left side of the road at the far end of the orchard. Shed, yeah, a hovel. And on the right side, you see coming out of the forest, 
The Redwater River. Is the water red? No, it's not. It's, it's called the Redwater River because along certain parts of this river, through the forest, it goes through a lot of big, huge, bare boulders that have a very rusty red color to them. That gives the water a red look on sunny days. That and all the blood that was spilled in it. <laughs> Little bit after you see that bend in the river, the river starts bending towards the road. The road is bending towards the river. And coming into view between the trees is a building. None of you have been to this building before. You've usually not gone inland. It's south. And you, Hal, in your days of the forest, you, you tended to hang the other direction from Portlock. It looks like a, a nice meeting hall. It's not tiny. It's 35 feet across, has a double door in front of it, a couple of nice square windows, and it's about 17 feet deep. And the river comes right up behind it. So who should we talk to about uh, the kidnapping? Well, the town of Goodmead itself, which is also where your order tends to meet up, Willow, it has its own little monastery in Goodmead, is actually buttressed up against the shore. It's, it's a beach town. And this is considered part of Goodmead, but it's more like a few miles inland. Should we ask the people here at this orchard? They know anything about the kidnapping or should we just keep going? Good meat pride. I would assume that they've heard the of kidnapping, it. they've probably heard of it, but I assume that the, the kidnappings of this plant monster have been closer to the town. Since it's children, mostly, I think it's mostly children, right? It's like all children. It's got to hear me out. That's what you've been told. That's what I've been told. Okay. There are plants here. That is correct. It's a very good observation that yes, there are plants here. So I think they might know something. How about the animals? Would they know something? Do you know how to speak with plants? Oh, that would be crazy. No. Sometimes I think he's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's hard for you guys to have this conversation right now because you're each sticking your head out the window and yelling at Hal. <laughs> and Hal's yelling back at you. Yeah. So do you guys know where he's sitting on top. Yeah, I think going into town would be the best bet and then coming back here if they don't have any information. Well, as you've been having this discussion, Gil looks at you guys yelling at each other and he says, am I pulling over here or continue? you on because you're about to pass it they pull stick over. their head in there and i'm like yeah i think we should pull over and ask some questions i feel like that was the group consensus Gil pulls was. over in front of this hall great i open the door are you guys coming let's go egan cracks his jaw a little bit since he's a little <laughs> sore from the punch i knock on the door it's open come in Okay, I go inside. You open the door and there's a room with some square tables placed willy-nilly about the room with chairs on them. At one of the tables, in a chair, sits a young lad with big feet. Oh, to halfling. And he's got a few trout that he's descaled and he's cleaning. That's good eating. Hi, Elsie Malice, Will. These are my friends. Egan. Hey, good day. Willow. Willow and... Bruner. Bruno, my name's Ted. Hey, Ted. Ted. So, nice uh, to meet you, Ted. We just got some questions about um, recent kidnappings. Do you know anything about those? Oh, yes, I've heard of that. Have you seen anything suspicious, possibly at night? Well, nothing's happened here. Mm. Where has it happened? By the way, welcome to Haven Hall. Oh, oh thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. It's very nice. Will you be having some meat? Sure. Huh. Why yes. Not? Mm -hmm. Yellow, red, or green? There's <laughs> different colors. Green. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. Red. Yellow. Red, I guess. Magalith! Magalith! And he yells out your order. A red, two greens, yellows. Gil says, I'll have a suicide. 
Mix them up. Oh, that's oh, okay. I already ordered. What's a suicide game? And you mix all the colors together. Can I have what he's having? Yeah. A woman comes out from a swinging saloon-style kitchen door. Not a half one. Stunning brunette. Mm. Much like Belle from Beauty and the Beast in the oh, cartoon. Okay, cool. Is this your wife? <laughs> Magalie. <laughs> He's my boss. <laughs> ah, ah, yes, uh, yes. Thank you for your hospitality, madam. Welcome to Haven Hall. Thank you. She starts pouring out. Magalie, they're here asking about kids in grab. She says, oh. A worried lot, that is. Hasn't happened here. But then again, haven't had many kids here either. That's good. But that, have that, you possibly seen anything suspicious happening at night? Hmm. Last night we had yellow bands here. With a circle with the owl in it. Right, those guys. I slipped the bandanas farther into my <laughs> uh, What? Uh, were they here to order meat or? Yeah. They kind of camped out in my orchard, but they didn't mess anything up. Did you hear them say anything? By any chance? Like, you know, if you, if you ever eavesdrop on anybody, and I, I'm not saying... Anything of that sort. But if you have heard anything about that, that could... They said something about bagging an elk. Huh. That they had successfully killed a big, huge elk. Well, they were just talking about hunting to them. And they sold it. Yeah. Sold it? Wow. Where did they sell it? I don't know. I didn't listen to every detail. Well, so have you gotten any information about where these kidnappings have been taking place? Yes. Follow the river. You're going to go up the river about six more miles. You're going to see farms in between patches of forest. There's a village there. It's considered part of Goodmead. This is where these things have been taking place. Wow. Along the now, people going from here to Esthelring will often go that way. Because it's faster. Correct. It's not the greatest road in the world, but it gets you there quicker than going through Port Lock. It beats the hassle. There are families that were supposedly raided by plants on their way. Man. We should take this road. Yeah, indeed. We were looking into uh, this. This is great information. This is all rumor. I haven't seen any of this. Any information it, yes. is good information. Yes. It's a great idea. Who's ever... This is what I've heard from riders going on this way. They did send for the Duke's men in Estelring. Really? Just a mere couple days ago. And they came by... They haven't been here yet that I know of. Now, Estelring, that's a two-day's ride. Indeed. All right. right. Well, I think we... Yes. So you said there was it was plants that attacked them, one or many. I heard plants with an S. All right, thank you for your information. Enjoy your fish. Mm -hmm. Hey, bottom off of the guys that uh, had the canoe. They made a nice haul. Uh, that's good. Maybe if we ever <laughs> see those Take guys. Take it for me. It's really good fish. I uh, give them a two gold piece tip. So. Oh, what's uh, the alcohol taste like? It's really sweet, yummy mead. My favorite. Sweet, yummy mead. Your two gold piece tip. Covers the cost of your four flagons plus a tip. Okay. If I remember right. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about yeah. right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pour it more than in, in my flask. Wow. wow, thank you. No problem, madam. You helped us quite immensely. All right, see you later. Oh, what? follow me. Oh, uh, okay. She waves you behind the bar. Okay. Sure. Uh, I okay. get up and I follow her. She goes back through that swinging door yeah. and it goes into a barrel room. Yeah. Not a very big barrel room, but there's barrels there. Okay. And there's a back door that opens up to a little mini dock with a little dingy rowboat on it. Mm. Huh. Mm. And she says, Now look here. And next to the dock, there's an impression in the ground where a boulder used to sit. There was a big heavy boulder here. 
It's under the water now. Now see this? Next to the indentation, mm -hmm. the ground is kind of tore up in a couple of long channels, about as wide as a short sword blade. And she says, Where this is, were the roots to a vine plant that grew on a post that was right here that we used to hang baskets from for people to pick up from their boats as they went by. So it disappeared? The post is gone. The plant is gone. The boulder is in the water. Um, maybe we should do like a check here. I woke up to this this morning. This morning? So this was just recently moved everything. Keep in mind, it's probably already getting to be evening. Yeah. Did anyone other than the bandana people visit you this morning? Oh yeah, we've had farmers from all over come by every day. Sometimes we have messages from different villages. People will drop off their messages here and I'll deliver them to Farmer Gibbet and Farmer Gubit. And this guy and that girl and that lass. Any farmers from the town you spoke of earlier? Ah, the northern town? Today? Just Quinn. Quinn, huh? Quinn is more of a hunter. He does work a farm up there. Lately, I look to him as a protector. Interesting. He came down here and asked me if I'd seen anything weird. And I showed him what I just showed you. I roll our car check to see if there's any magic. What are you checking? The, uh, boulder, the, area, the boulder area where, where the boulder yeah. was? Yeah. And you can see in the water the boulder that used to yeah. sit there. And it's like a good seven foot by four foot big piece of rock. Yeah. That's why um, I feel like it's yeah, okay. like maybe. You do your arcana check. Okay. I don't sense any magic here. Willow, do you see any uh, four centuries or anything like that? Do you see any four centuries? Nope. Mm. How about tracking? Do you see any uh, footprints or anything? 16. Your experience as a tracker, looking about, it looks to you as though either somebody pulled the plant out of the ground and dragged it into the water, or the plant itself walked into the water. Okay. Are the kidnapping but I don't see any, like, human or any, like, human... No or sign of anything else. So I'm gonna go... And you're pretty sure. You're like, whoa. Now, I would guess that some huge hill giant kind of dude grabbed this thing and yanked it out of the ground, knocking the boulder into the water, and then threw it and it went downstream or something. But there's no other footprints or anything, so... My only other explanation is... Okay. So, either something huge came in, got the plant, dragged it towards the water, which made the boulder fall into the water, or, and since there are no other footprints or any other thing to indicate a humanoid creature doing this, unless they're, like, floating or something, which I guess might be possible, it might have been the plant itself. Are you saying the plant got up and moved? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Have these... It's a speculation. Have these kidnappings only been happening at night? No, I would say more often in broad daylight. You know, the kids are out playing. They get too close to the river. Now we're telling them they can't get too close to the river. It seems to be when they're near the river. We should be asking you then is if you've seen anything weird during the daylight hours. Then. Just everything I've showed you and told you. Do you have any field workers, people who work out in the field who are outside? Of course. Where are they usually? They finished up about an hour and a half ago. They've gone to their homes. A few of them live here. Do you mind if we speak to them? Maybe we'll find something out. Well, you've met Ted. Ted works here. And there's Emmett. Emmett's in his room. I'll go get him. Great, great. Sounds good. I like her. She's nice. It's not mean. Do you think either there's a plant talisman, tiara, I don't know what they're called. Probably. Or it's uh, Shishama. 
Shama's mostly with fungus, which is yeah. different from plants. It's different from plants. Yeah. And also, his stuff is like corrosive and pretty like. It would most likely eat the stone and move it. Well, it's not all corrosive. I mean, the glow in the dark. I show fungus. him the freaking burn mark on my hair. <laughs> yes, but the glow in the dark fungus was not corrosive, and he did control that. And it sounds like there's multiple. Mm -hmm. And Schmidt. She comes back out, being followed by another halfling. Hello, good sir. Hello. Name's Emmett. Hello, Emmett. So you worked out in the field today? Oh yeah. Every day. Just not. Have you seen anything strange in broad daylight, possibly by the rivers? You know, I've even been looking with all the rumors that have been happening. Yeah. And I'd have to say no. Oh. All right. Interesting. Interesting birds. Buds? Falcons? Yeah. Lately. Last few weeks. They come by a lot? I wouldn't say a lot, but I've seen a few. Do they drop anything off? No, they're fast. Do they go by the river? They fly over it, but they fly over the whole area. Strange. Okay, thank you. Saw one of them take a crow out. Yeah, they would do that. Well, uh, mm -hmm. thank you, good sir. If the but falcon we saw before, was it heading towards the yellow bandana guy's camp? Or it was going towards Portlock, which would have been... Towards the camp. Possibly towards their camp. You know, we should hire somebody to infiltrate them. Now, from what you guys gathered when you met those four bandana guys, mm -hmm. you're kind of forgetting, but maybe I didn't explain it right. It was just the four of them that had a campsite. Oh. They weren't they weren't with some big camp of, ah. of, of banditos. We did I did think that. I yeah. thought no. They were just oh. on okay. vacation, just the four of them. They were on a buddy oh, no. trip. They were actually enjoying a week off and well, they were or you at just least murdered all this of them. is the story that you've gotten. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't feel too bad. They attacked you the first. That, Why you know, did they start attacking you? According anyways? to them. They just had a little campsite for the fault. four of them. No, it was not my fault. You're the one who mentioned the drugs. I was trying to get a word in, but because the freaking cut stopped and he, they were surrounded, <laughs> it made it look very bad. And then someone had to... Tap the side of the wall with a sword. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it was not my fault. Just they saw it. my sword hand when they got inside. They knew I didn't have a hand. All right. I'm a righty. Where's the drugs, by the way, Bruner? Oh, it's right here. Drugs? Says <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. What are you guys doing with drugs? We confiscated. He's a paladin. Don't worry. We we confiscated it from some. Yeah. But ne'er do well. Have you seen this anywhere on the markets? Seen what? I can't seem to find it in my bag anymore. Well, look harder. Maybe it's well, uh, There's this weird, mysterious item that's been going around the markets. and we're Ted holds up his flagon of mead and says, The only drug around here... True that. Big swig. I keep drinking. True that. <laughs> yeah, maybe you guys stay here. Maybe you left it inside the cart. I'm good yeah. to go check. Hey, let's look in the cart, I guess. Uh, okay, so all three looking. of you. No, I'm not. I'm not. Who's going them. back to the cart? Me and Bruner. Yeah, I'm with Willow and Emmett says uh, if you want to make it to Mellow Mead, got at least an hour of daylight left. I think you'll get there. You're welcome to stay here. I'll take up on that. We've offer got room next time. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and hit the road. Yeah. Seems a good idea. Uh, yeah. Thank you again. I thank you for your patronage. And I'll definitely be coming back here again. Or check the cart. Uh, check the cart. Do we folks. find it? You dig in the seating areas and arm handles and armrests and all that. No, you don't see it anywhere. And I, I give my backpack to Hal so he can check it. So I look inside the backpack. Got a lot of Bibles in here, man. I like to read them. <laughs> He's trying to be informed to go on the Emerald it's Isle. Like, it's pamphlets. Vow <laughs> <laughs> of chastity? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't see it in here, man. There definitely was in there. Have you guys found 
Uh, no, it's the darnest thing. No, we couldn't find it anyway. I, I think I was pickpocketed. Or just fell out. It might have been one of the halflings. We should go <laughs> check them. I don't think the so. They, well, who else would it be? Who else have we been in contact with besides those halflings <laughs> and... Magalith. Plus, we just met her. Well, and she they handed didn't him the, It could have been like a quick pickpocket thing. I don't know. Misdirection, you mean? I'm not, I'm not a pickpocketer. So I don't I, think so. I feel like we should go interrogate I mean, her. Bruna is one of the most sharpest person I know. He wouldn't just let anybody go near him. Well, he does. he's missing the drugs. Do you have any other explanation? They fell out. Well, then they should be around here somewhere. Or they fell out when we Wait, no, the you, While you guys are having this conversation, Gil climbs up onto the wagon laughing. <laughs> insight check okay. on that. Uh, yeah. I'm going to insight you on that Kids one. Kids at a party. 15. Are you lying to I'm me, lying Willow? To Willow, do you know where they are, Willow? I have no idea where they are. I know when you're lying to me, Willow. Do you really? <laughs> yes, like your left eye twitches when you lie. <laughs> you know where they are, don't you? Fine. Yes, I saw them back when they were dropped. Give them back to the paladin. I didn't grab them. Give them back to the paladin. While he's pulling, while Willow is pulling the canister out to give back to Brunner, you hear music start from the meat hall that you just walked out of. Oh, man. That's... It is a lute and a little eight-note accordion. I'm so tempted to go back there. No, we don't have time. I know. We I, I like the tempo and the beat and the melody as well, but I think we are it's... pressed for time. Yo says, get in, boys. Get in, lads. I'm ahead. Going to a place called... Melamine. As they're going, I do like a little jingle to add a little extra to that. And then when we leave. I'm riding shotgun with you, so we're going up there to that town she mentioned. Is there room to stand in the back? Outside the carriage? There, there is a uh, place where you would tie down some yeah, a chest yeah. or two or whatever. Yeah, I'm thinking about hanging out. You there. can stand there and there is a rail to hold on. You're kind of bulky armor. You want to sit up here with Gil and I stand back there? Sure. Yeah, I don't want you to fall off, buddy. All right. The road tends to stay more than 30 feet off of the bank of the river. And you can even see parts of the river as you move along, even though it's beginning to get dark. I'm looking at the river. It's obvious there's parts where it floods all the way up onto the road once in a while. And you're entering this area where a lot of those big oaks are. Not as big as some of the ones you've seen that, you know, definitely not as big as a talking tree tavern. But there's some here that have trunks that are 10 feet across and they're over 150 feet tall. And it's getting darker because of that, because they have a canopy that covers the road and the river. You're making a turn to the left along with the river. And Brunar... Nobody else notices this but you. And you're looking up noticing these flowers in the oaks, on the branches. It's like, that doesn't grow in oaks. And they're these really flowery vines. A lot of dark flowers blend in really good with the oaks. And as you make this turn and you're looking at these vines, you notice that there's like a knotting of these vines. They're all clumped together in this one spot up in some thick branches. And in this lump, it looks like a body. I tell Gil to stop. What happened? Gil, oh, 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 oh. I almost fell And he stops and he, he passes that clump while he's stopping the carriage by about 10, 15 feet. What's up? You see something weird in the river? I see something weird, but not in the river. Oh. Up in the trees. In the trees. Uh, I look at the tree. I point out that the vines and the oaks it shouldn't be there. You're right. What, you mean that big jumble of vines right there? And if you keep looking, you'll see that there's what looks like maybe a body back there. 
Oh. You want me to uh, maybe we should shoot cut that it down? down? I think we shouldn't shoot it down. Maybe we should <laughs> shoot it down. Okay, now you can all see it. It's definitely several vines coming together from different directions and or branching out, tied around and around each other, around what definitely looks like the shape of a body. It's about 28 feet up. Okay, get up. Yeah, you can climb up there. There are a couple branches between you and it. I believe in There's you. places to grab. I feel like I could just shoot it down. I inspire. Hazzy, yeah. you'd have to shoot each vine. Yeah. Maybe after you got half of them, it might swing down some. Or I could climb up there and try to cut out the person and then bring them down. I think that would yeah. be quicker. I, be, okay, I believe fine. in Willow. Okay. I'm going to shoulder. attempt to parkour up there. Runner tries to console Halsey. It's okay, buddy. I really want to I, use I know, my crossbow. I know you could. Make your climbing roll. 21. You're fine. Nice. It was not a hard climb. Spider-Man right on up. Lots of good places to grab. A couple big branches, a couple smaller ones. Can someone Can throw a knife up here? <laughs> uh, I got a dagger. That's good. You're, you're not a worst person to throw this. I can catch it. Okay, I throw the dagger. Just throw it at me. I know, I just throw the dagger up. Make a roll. Fourteen. I mean, that misses, but no, he's not supposed I'm, to. I'm hit not your trying to hit you. I'm just yeah, trying to reach you for you can. Oh, like, um, now you make a roll on a twenty for me as well, Willow. So Egan made a good catch. He makes a pretty good throw, and it bounces off the palm of your hand and onto your chest, and then you kind of give it a hug. I got it. Okay, All good. Right. I will attempt to try to cut this person out without severing the vines around him, so he falls. Like, so you want to cut the vines, but keep the knot around the body together. Yeah, yeah like basically so you're cut not an opening. So going like, anywhere near the flesh of if there is a body indeed yeah. in this mask. And like not the vines that are holding it up so it doesn't fall. Are hole. you trying to cut it open? A, yeah, hole, a hole in it? Okay, yeah. you are going to get near the body itself yeah. doing that. No, I'm fine with that. All right, you don't seem to have any problem doing that. I'm going to station myself right beneath. Looks like the body is falling. I'm going to attempt to catch it. The layers of vines that you have to cut through are a little thicker than what you expect. You expected to cut through a few vines and see a body, and you had to go deeper. But sure enough, you can tell. There's a person in there. You come around his shoulder that's wearing a tunic. The more you cut, the more you notice it's an emaciated body. <gasps> It's very oh. dead. It's almost mummified. The skin is dried into a husk against the bone. It's almost a skeleton with a wrapper. I loot the body. <laughs> Just straight up. Oh, it's dead? Loot the body. <laughs> you loot the body. You, get, loot. you get a yo-yo. Sweet. I have a yo-yo right. now. Look like a child's body. It does. <gasps> oh, no. Maybe about four foot, four and a half feet. The face looks like the eyes have been sunken in and dried, and the skin around the mouth is—it's—it's it's almost a skull. I ask that you're what looking you at. See? It's a very dead child, and the skin. Oh, why don't we cut the whole thing down and take it to the village? That sounds like a horrible idea. This might be Some someone's freaking fam kid. family member. They're just gonna see us arrive with a dead kid. It's better than coming than than ha letting that family who don't know where their child is suffer. I can assume the worst. I cut it down. Thank you, Willow. Okay. I fall with it. Are there any tracks? Whoa, like you're gonna fall with it yes. now. So like you're just kind of gonna fall 28 feet holding a body. Oh, you have feather yes. fall. Yes, I yeah. basically have feather fall. Tends to assume that your hands are free. I let the body fall. You're going to lid. I'll catch it. I'll let him Bruner catch it, and I'll it. land next to him. Make a roll to catch it, Brunner. 
Not only does he not catch it, but as it hits one of its arms, it breaks in half. <laughs> the, the body? The body breaks in half. Oh my God. There's three point land next to him. It's like. And the part that hits the ground first is the legs, and one of the legs almost becomes fully disconnected at the knee. It's like this old scarecrow dried thing. Do I see any... Uh, Do you any... think he'll be okay? <laughs> <laughs> Clear! Do I see any tracks that resemble that that we saw in, in the... You mean like uh, the vines? The vine tracks? It's getting dark, and you're already under this canopy. Go ahead and make a survival this roll. This is Do... my favorite terrain. Do some tracking, brother. You're sure. You look around, and you see some people tracks. People tracks? Like people have walked through here. Are they heading towards the forest? Up and down the road. Up and down the road. Not towards the river, not towards the forest. No tracks that seem to go directly to this tree where you just cut this body down. That's weird. You don't see any tracks that look like walking plant tracks. <laughs> no weird rootness going on. And who wants to pretend to be a child? What? I've been told I'm very childish. Wait, what? You someone as a bait. Oh, well, none of us are small enough to be. There's no. How tall are you? I'm six foot one. How tall is Bruna? Bruna is about six, six, five. Five, seven. I'm five, five, five. While you're talking about what you're going to do, Gil has pulled a blanket out and laid it next to the body. Oh, good. Yeah, thank you. Guys. And is carefully putting the body in the blanket and wrapping it yep. and tying it. Good. Yeah. I hope. Is there anything else in like the cocoon that it was in? Any. Well, you jumped down. I mean, I cut down the cocoon. Okay, well, just, while, while you cut it down... I left the body in there, I just cut it down. Right. So the cocoon is actually... Oh, so the, the cocoon's floor. on the ground. Yeah. yeah. No. So, like, there's no sign of who this kid was? I found a yo-yo. No, so, but we should bring the cocoon with us. If nothing else, to give indeed. to... Uh, who... I don't know how good of idea this is, but halflings are pretty small. Uh, can so I, you're thinking... Either Emmett or the other guy, we can use as bait and pretend that they're when, a human child. I don't think that's a good idea to bring people who are not involved in this. Well, if we ask them, we're obviously not, we're not going to ask them first. I'm just saying. If we can't find them, or we could just pay, pay a family for the child for a night. I can disguise myself and just pretend I'm the child. Will that change your size? I can I just be on my knees and get my shoes. You know you know that old trick. You will put your feet there where your knees are. Oh, just like Gil says, get in the carriage. Let's get to Mellow Mead. Please. Yeah, let's go. Have this discussion in the carriage. Get on. Okay. Okay. So maybe we get the body in the carriage because there's no one else, nowhere else to put it. Yeah, you uh, put it on top, yeah, but Gil suggests that you keep it in. Yeah, let's keep it in. <laughs> yeah, keep it in. Cocoon, yeah, we can put it on top. I mean, you, did you do some priestly thing with the body? You know, like bless it or whatever you need to do. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> it's sunset as the wagon pulls into this village. It's a pretty podunk-looking dirt village. There's thatched huts. There's an area along the river where there's some kind of makeshift little docks and their little dinghies are there and there's a box and nets and you can see in areas around it that there is cleared land where they're obviously growing something. It's getting a little dark to notice what they're growing from where you're standing at the moment. And there are four adults, three men and a woman, sitting around a fire next to a well and a tie-up-your-horse post having some kind of a discussion. And they look up when they hear the wagon and see you. And they all stand up and start walking towards the wagon. Willow, come take out the yo-yo. I'm just playing with it. The best means of identifying the kid. 
Is the yo-yo. Uh, what, what's happening? Oh, a bunch of people are coming towards the wagon. Oh, Don't shoot. worry, they're just talking to each other at dead of night. <laughs> they seem uh, normal. Okay. Uh, By a well. Uh, I step outside, I guess. Step outside also. I'm playing with the yo-yo still. Uh, hello? Hello! What can we do for you and Mellow Me tonight? Uh, do you recognize this yo-yo my friend here is playing with? Yo-yo! And the woman sees the yo-yo and screams and runs up to you, holding her hand out and grabs the yo-yo. You know, she's holding it. She, at first, it's just a wail of sorrow. And then she looks at Willow, looks you in the eye and says, Did you find her? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Ma'am, I take her and I'm the like, I show her. This, I'm not trying to be, you know, rude or anything. I'm not trying to be... Just like, oh, in the I'm movement sorry. you just made, she starts pardon me while screaming. I screaming. She's dead! She's dead! Yes. And the three guys that are with her so kind of push you away. Thanks, You're the boy. one who put her to the side like that. <laughs> no, like I'm that not the one who freaking told someone to show a, the yo-yo first How time. else are we supposed to identify the kid? We could easily be like, hey, we found something we need to freaking let, you know, who's in charge here so we can let them this know. Is, this is fine. I'm, I have a rapport with people. The three guys that are with you push you away and they gather around her and go, come on, come and sit down. And they're taking her back over to the fire and she's fighting them. She's going, no! Let me see my alien! She punches one of them in the head and turns around and goes running up to you, Bruner. Yes. Let me see my Ellie! I try to grab her. She grabs you by the arms when you grab her and... Let me see, where is she? She's, she's past. Let me see my daughter! Okay. Guys, can you bring her out? Gav, can you help me? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. All right. He opens the thing, and you guys carefully yeah. pull out the body at both ends, which is very lovingly wrapped in this blanket and yeah. tied securely so that the pieces don't fall apart because she's all broken up now. Yeah. And you and Will set her down, and this woman just runs up and grabs it by the shoulders and puts the hand on the back of the head and hugs it. And she doesn't try to untie it. <laughs> and she's just crying and saying, Oh, my head. And the three men walk up to you guys. We were on our way here. About to ask you, you were on your way here? Where Where did you find? I We point to the, the girl. The cocoon. I point to the cocoon and, you know, show them. Wait a minute. In the trees. In the trees. There are vines growing in the oaks that shouldn't be there. And they centered around to this one spot that kind of looked like a person. But we investigated, and this is what we found. How high up was she? 28, 30 feet. Huh. What'd she look like? They kind of wave you away from her mom. Yeah. Emaciated. Really? Drunken. Fragile. It's hot. Yeah. Vines aren't supposed to do that. Emaciated. Fully. Like dried out. Totally. How long would you say the body was dead? If you had to estimate. Weeks. Yes. Ellie's only been missing three days. Uh, Willow's trying to get drunk, by the way. <laughs> Very well. My name's Dillard. Bruner. Shield. Again. Shakes your hand. Again. 
I'm known as the guard, the sheriff, if you will, here. And well, we're here to offer assistance on this matter and try to get to the bottom of these children disappearing. Indeed. Mm. So you're here to help? We're here to help. Thank you. I'm by the mother trying to comfort her. Puts on his comforting hand. Me being a folk hero, I do have rustic hospitality. I mean, by it, it means like people will hide us, but it also means like commoners trust. Yeah, no, yeah. I remember your backstory too. Like, yeah. th these people might even know you. I should check yeah. who you are. <laughs> they know of you. They know of me. So I'm just over there like trying to comfort her. And it is helpful. Like I'm telling her that she was blessed by the paladin that's with us and that we will find whoever did this. And Dillard looks at you guys and says, yeah, of course we'll We'll be having a funeral in the morning. Oh, I'm going to have to see the body. We're going to have to get her mom away from her. It's a disheartening sight. Have you had food? Not in a while. Yeah, we've been, been on out the road. for quite a while. And I think we had a mead. We have a stew and cakes over here by the well. Help yourselves. Thank you. I will clean out a hut for you. Thank you. I, uh, I head back to the party. What kind of drunk are you, Willa? Very drunk. Sit down and shut your mouth drunk or run your mouth stupid drunk? Sit down and... The other two guys had gone up to you, Halsey, uh -huh. and her, and, and they say, Emil, let us move her and we'll have a proper burial tomorrow. I tell and her that it's okay. Emil says, well, yeah, yeah, you know, at least I know I'm going to go lay down. That's smart. And she walks away and the other two guys go to pick her up. And notice that she's broken in half. <laughs> and they're like, oh man, did you find her like this? Well, she fell from a pretty high height and Again, she was pretty she, fragile. She and... is pretty fragile. So after she was, you mean just now, yeah. this happened today? This just happened. Okay, we'll make it look good. If you guys need any assistance, I'm here. By the way, my name is Alzi Maswell. Well, we're going to go do a autopsy right now. Be careful. It's getting dark too how much light I can get in one of these rooms. Maybe wait till the sun comes up. But we're going to want to do the burial pretty early. Okay, and they carry it off, and they, they're going to one of the huts. Did they say anything about accommodations? Are we sleeping outside? What's going on? Yes. No, no, we're, we're getting huts. All right, good, cool. After a minute, Dillard comes back, and he says, okay, sorry they're so close to the river. Most people usually want to stay by the river. You get these two huts over here. That's Thank you. For the four of you. It's good that it's close to the They're way. just one-room huts. They have a little makeshift fireplace in there if you need it. It's a warm night. I doubt if you'll need it. I'll leave you to get some rest, and I'm going to go join this autopsy and talk to you in the morning. Very well. We all go to bed. I can uh, do some lay on hands. I'm sorry. We were at least I'll be a little better off than we were when going to bed. And then after a rest, we'll get more back. Alzi Malice Will is played by J. Dean Garcia. Will Lagonde is Wyatt Spencer. Egan the Bard is played by Javier Velasquez. Bruner Stormshield is played by Rod Diaz. Magalith is my lovely wife, Rosanna Jimeno. Your game master, writer, and all other voices are Daniel French. Production, editing, Sound Design is Daniel French at Fishboni Sound Design. 
Linnet's Whistle Tune was Twisted Nerve by Vivaldi, performed by the Philadelphia Philharmonic. Port Locke's theme music is by yours truly. I hope you enjoyed this journey aboard the Chronosphere. Until next time, keep your cosmos clean.